We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Mr. Gray will remember everything that he has ever known, but the treatment will only work once. Is that what you want? I got a lot of things to do, and I need my memory to do it. There you go, Ray. That is a show called The Days of Ptolemy Gray on Apple TV+. Uh, and I, I, this is my advice to anybody, to you and to anybody. If you don't get Apple TV+, I don't know how many people do. You know, it's one of the streaming services that you have to pay for. Get it for a month. And most of these have, like, introductory offers. Get it for a month for 4 bucks, and, you know, that's it. Get Apple TV+, Plus for a month. Watch this. Watch Severance. If you remember, Ray, that Severance is like a science fiction show I reviewed a couple weeks ago. I remember. Which has now uh, the first season finished, and it got better and better. Severance is a great show. Ted Lasso is on Apple TV+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Morning Show, which I really liked. I know you spoke to Michael Barkan about that as well. Michael loves it. I love it, too. Coda, the the winner, the best movie of the year. Coda's on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where you watch Coda. It's probably other places now, but that's where it started. Mythic Quest was a good show. Apple TV Plus has a lot of good stuff. L- you know, like just get it for a short period of time. Binge. You don't have to pay forever. Um, I'm, there's a show on there that I'm intrigued. I want to watch called Slow Horses, which is a, a, a British cop show. Hello. Right up my alley. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the one I do want to talk about today is this one. It's and, and the name is a little tough to remember, Days of Ptolemy Gray. And Ptolemy J is Samuel L. Jackson, who stars as a geriatric uh, widower. He's like 90 uh, in this series. And his problem is that he's got Alzheimer's, uh, and it's coming, at, he's, it's coming at an alarming rate, and he can't remember anything. But his body is really strong. His body is stronger than that of a young man. Um, he's marginalized. He's old. He's poor. He's black. He lives in a little messy apartment uh, in Atlanta. He's got an, a nephew who looks out for him. But in the show, the nephew gets in the series. The nephew gets murdered early in the series. This is important. Um, so we get to the part where, you know the character actor Walter, Walton Goggins? Yes. Okay. He's in it. Uh, and he plays a doctor who's an Alzheimer's expert developing a cure for the disease. And um, Samuel L. Jackson goes to see him, has an appointment. Great news. They have a cure. One shot for Alzheimer's will completely restore your memory. 
not just like what you had for dinner last night or what you watched on TV, but you will remember everything that ever happened in your life, the good stuff and the bad stuff. And mm -hmm. in this case, there's some real bad stuff. There's a problem, though, the side effect, not the side effect, but the bottom line, there are side effects, high fever and so on. But the bottom line is it doesn't work forever. And when it's done, when it wears off, you're not going to just be back at square one, but you're going to actually be more addled than you were before. Now, we've seen this plot line in other ways before. You remember Flowers for Algernon? Sure. Which sure. they made into a movie Charlie. Right, with Cliff, Cliff Robertson. Cliff, right, he won the Oscar for that. He won the Oscar for that, right. Right, and there was a, um, there was a thing with Robert De Niro... And Robin Williams. And Robin Williams called Awakenings. Awakenings, where uh, they got he got a shot of El Dopa and it worked. And Robin Williams, who had been not I'm not Robin Williams, Robert De Niro, who hadn't been able even to respond, suddenly becomes has full awareness, but it wears off. So we've seen this plot before. And here it is again. The difference is, well, let me back up. So he agrees to take the shot. And it's, it is the Faustian deal, right? Because he knows in the end it's, it's not going to happen. But he knows that the nephew who was murdered early in there and wants to figure out, wants to solve the crime. Uh, there are also references to things that happened early in his life. He witnessed the lynching of his uncle and he had a thing with his wife. But the bottom line thing is he knows that the nephew who cared for him was murdered and he believes that if he gets full alertness and awareness and mental capabilities he can solve the crime he's in a race to solve it before the shot wears off now, did, did you say was he, was he a cop does he have any no. background in this no but it's going to make him smart enough that he's going to be able to do it oh okay um and that's the plot and that's the story there's a lot of plot elements there's it's six episodes and at one point i think you could say they either should have made more episodes or taken a couple of the various uh, superfluous plot lines out because it gets a little bit too crowded. But the bottom line is it's Samuel L. Jackson, and he's great. Uh, and you see him as an old man, and then you see him as kind of a, a bit of a younger man. They do some great makeup or CGI or something. And it's a very compelling story, and I recommend it. Um, once again, it is called The Last Days of Ptolemy Gray mm -hmm. on Apple TV. Uh, and I'm not a spokesman for Apple TV. I get nothing from them. I pay them. I pay. Ray, I've told you about my cable bill. I, I have heard about your cable I pay, bill. I, I get every streaming service there is. And my wife says, what are we, what are we doing? We, we got to cut back on this. She said, all right, we, we got to lose one. All right, are we losing Netflix or Amazon? I said, no, we're not losing either of those. I'm like, okay. We'll lose BritBox. It's like, no, you can't take away my BritBox. So I get them all, but I will tell you that Apple TV Plus is about one of the best, and all of those shows I said, Severance, Ted Lasso, Morning Show, Mythic Quest, Coda the Movie, uh, and this one, The Days of Ptolemy Gray, are really worth seeing, and I highly recommend it. Well, that's good. Samuel L. Jackson's really good. Yeah. Seen him in, I mean, he's made some movies that were kind of junk. But Well, he I mean, sometimes act, plays you know, Samuel actors... L. Jackson, as he does on those commercials with Barkley, right? Yeah, yeah. But he's but but when he's got a meaty role, man, he is he is really really good. Yeah, and this he's on screen for ninety five percent of this. Yeah, so I recommend it. There you go. Okay. All right, let's go to Pat in Blackwood. You're on with Ray and Glenn. Hi, Pat. Hey guys, great show as usual. Hi, Pat. How are you? Very good, Ray. Much respect for you. I 
I'm in a little older, I guess, than you. I'm 79, and I've been I've been an A's fan. Back, my my idol was first Payne, who came to my house when I was nine years old, and I was sick, and he gave me a baseball and a signed autograph, and I remained in constant contact with him until he died at 80 years old. So, wow, that's really great. yeah, that's yeah. that's that's a great story. Yeah, Ferris Fane. Ferris Fane was uh was one of my grandmother's favorite players. Two times batting champion. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what I wanted to call up about is Harden. Okay. Now, uh, so far, you know, I'm not 100 percent pleased either what's going on, but I have this sneaky feeling that Harden didn't forget how to play already. I think this is my own opinion. He hasn't looked good, uh, and you're right on the ball about his lift and everything. That hamstring, he's nursing that thing. But I think you're going to see a different Harden in the playoffs. I could be wrong, but I, I think he's just nursing it until he gets to this playoffs, and you're going to see this guy be another player. Well, I, I hope you're right. The problem, Pat, is the history of him in the playoffs is not great. Yes, it is. So I know. It's, it's not where you can say, like, hey, look how he rose to this yeah. clutch performance and you know took his team to the championship. It's, it, he's not known as a great playoff <laughs> excuse playoff me, player, and so – I think you're you're operating on hope. Well, it's which a is lot okay. of hope too. It's hope too. I, I just think that he really wants to win this championship because he knows his time is limited. He's got Embiid. I just think he's going to come through. It could I be hope wrong. so, man. Thanks, thanks I, for the hey, call, Pat. I hope you're right. Yeah. I think you know. I think every fan in the city's hoping you're right. That, yeah. yeah. You know, because yeah, I mean, we know we know what the expectations were, and we know what the excitement level was when the deal was made. And for the first little while, man, it looked. It looked beautiful. <laughs> I mean, the Sixers became appointment viewing at that point. Remember the TV ratings for the first few games? Yeah, it was the highest since the 2001 playoffs. Yeah, it was the highest since Iverson. Yeah. And uh, and that that was the level of excitement that that guy brought. And, you know, now it's kind of like, uh-oh, we're kind of where Pat is. We're just kind of hoping, you know, that eh, he'll be fine. You know, get, you know, he'll peak for the playoffs. You know, and, but I, I kind of agree with you. I think it's more hope than realistic. And yeah, which doesn't mean it can't happen. But no, 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 it can happen. I would feel a lot better. I felt a lot better two weeks ago than I do today. I'll put it to you that way. Yeah, yeah, I know. And they got a bad indie team today, so they'll probably, you know, they'll probably win this one handily. But I think today is the game you talked about last week. They're going to win by twenty-five points today. Yeah, that it kind of has that. It kind of has that feel to it. But it doesn't necessarily mean that they have righted the ship. No, you know, not, I mean, not at all. The bigger challenges lie down the road. Yeah. Yes, they do. Robert in Germantown is with us. Hi, Robert. Good morning, guys. Always a pleasure on my Saturday morning drive to listen to you, too. Thank you. Um, question, question for you guys. Uh, two questions, really. First for you, Glenn. Who's your favorite actor having played my favorite British detective, Sherlock Holmes? Who would you go with? Who's the favorite one who played Sherlock Holmes? Can I go yeah, with Basil? I can I go way back with Basil Rathbone? Hey, you and I think alike. Or my father Excellent used to call choice. him nasal bathrobe. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love that series. That Basil Rathbone. I, I will tell you, and and you know, I talk about my dad on this show. My dad Marv, uh, and I'm, I love my dad, and he's doing great. Um, when I was a little boy, my father loved those Sherlock Holmes movies, and of right. course, you know, this is before you could just watch anything when you wanted to watch anything. And on TV at night, like 10 o'clock on Friday nights or something like that, they had Sherlock Holmes or Charlie Chan or these old black and white detective movies on the local VH, UHF station. And I would stay up. I'm, I'm like 10 years old. I'd stay up to midnight watching these with my dad. 
and it's it's a really fond memory for me. So I'll I'll go with uh, nasal bathrobe. <laughs> me too. And, and, and that guy that played Watson was Nigel something or other. The goofy that makes sense. Actor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you got? You, what do you got on the draft? Well, for you, Ray. Here's the part that I don't understand. So I used to be in the corporate world. If I'm Harry Roseman, I don't get why he doesn't defer the whole draft process to some guy that really knows what you're doing. Either way, he's going to take the credit if he gets it right. And if the guy screws it up, how he's asses, uh, pardon the language, how he's bought his covered. I don't understand why he doesn't approach the draft that way. I don't know what goes on with this. Maybe you got some insight on that. Well, no, probably not a whole lot more than you do, Robert. Uh... Uh, I mean, Howie has the final word. Uh, Howie has the final say. Um, there are a lot of people in the room, uh, all the scouts, all the area scouts, uh, and they got a bunch of them. They're analytics guys. I mean, there are a lot of people in the room, and they've all got input. But at some point, somebody has to make the final call. And um, the, way it, the way it's set up now, it's, that's Howie. Now, it wasn't always. You know, when Andy was, you know, when Andy was the coach, Andy made the call. I mean, everybody kind of had their say, but when it came right down to it, Andy would Andy would be the guy that'd say, "No, we're taking, you know, we're taking this guy." Like I mean, I remember the story about Nick Foles that, you know, that Andy walked over to the board and took the Nick Foles card off the board and walked over and slapped it down on the table and said, "This is the guy we're taking," mm. and that's kind of the way it worked. I mean, it, you know, everybody kind of had their say, but in the end, you know, the clock's ticking and one guy's got to make the call, and that was Andy. Well, now it's Howie. Uh, and I mean, I mean, he listens to what everybody says, but and sometimes if and listen, it, it, it'd be great if it was unanimous, if everybody said, yeah, he's the guy. And I kind of think it was that way last year with Devontae Smith. It wasn't much argument there. I think everybody agreed he was the guy. Well, some years there's disagreement, some years there's agreement. But ultimately, how is the one that makes the decision? Well, we know that Jeff Lurie uh, was entirely on his own drafting Jordan Mylana. Apparently so. <laughs> Hey, um, somebody, a friend of mine, Jay, wanted me to ask you a question about the Eagle signing Devin Allen, the uh, the guy who hasn't the played hurdler. football. The hurdler, the speedster, hasn't played football since 2016 uh, with the Oregon Ducks. Mm-hmm. The Eagles sign him. Um, I mean, there's no risk there, right? They, they no. Can, they can let him go. Um, any hope here? Um, long shot. But yeah. you just, you, I mean, you just mentioned a long shot, Jordan Mailata. You know, I mean, who could be a longer shot than a guy that's never played football? Yep. Uh, and he's turned out to be a guy that's probably going to be a pro ball player, probably this year. Could have been a pro ball player last year, to be honest. Uh, but Devin Allen, yeah, I mean, he's 27, uh, hasn't played football in a while. Uh, he's really more of a track man than a football player. Uh, we've been down this road before. I mean, I've seen well, the Eagles. You, you, you helped dress one of the guys who did this. <laughs> I, I helped dress John Carlos for his first for his first practice, he had literally never put on a football uniform. What are these uniform. pads about? Yeah, I mean, I literally had to dress him because he, he didn't know how to put a football uniform on. Um, now, that was, a, that was an utter long shot because John had never played football. Um, the guys who – the track guys who have made successful conversions to football are guys that have a football background. I mean, you kind of have to have that. You know, Ron Brown was like that. Uh, Bob Hayes was like that. Um, you know, but you get guys that are pure track guys, and you just say, well, they're great athletes, they have great speed. But if they've never played football, it's just too much to overcome. I mean, Ronaldo Nehemiah comes to mind. It was, a, an absolute, was the best hurdler in the world, uh, but had no real football background. Bill Walsh tried; he thought he could make him into a football player, and he carried him for a couple of years. I think, I, think Skeets, I think Skeets has a Super Bowl ring. I think he was on mm-hmm. at least one of their Super Bowl teams, but he never really had a breakthrough in pro football. Um, the Eagles are just hoping that, the, you know, with Devin Allen, they could. I mean, he's got – He's got tremendous speed, obviously. You know, runs four three four four. Great athlete, hurdler. 
Uh, but he hasn't he hasn't played real football since 2016. They're just taking a shot, you know. And I think that it's one of those deals that if he comes in, and I don't think he's going to be on your 53, but if he comes in and he has a good training camp and looks like he's picking it up, you know, maybe he's a guy you put on the practice squad for a develop, year, yeah, and give him yep. a chance to develop, and maybe you'll right. find something. Right, as you said, no risk, maybe reward. Why not? Why not? Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four coming up at noon. Tell us your story with Mitch Williams, Ray. I always you always are good at setting these things up. Yeah, well, um, I, I don't think Mitch needs much setup. <laughs> I think I think everybody out in our audience knows who Mitch Williams is and what he meant to that ninety three team. Set the club record with I think forty three saves that year. Uh, got the final punch out to win the championship series against the Braves that sent the Phillies to the World Series against the Toronto Blue Jays. And, of course, we all know what happened there. Uh, but Mitch has a, a fascinating career, a fascinating life story. And at the end, he tells us what he's doing now with his son, who's a rising young athlete in his own right. It's really, really a good story. Ray and Glenn on 94 WIP. Baseball is back. It's just what we were talking about. And Scheib Vintage Sports is your home for throwback fashions this spring. Locally owned, Scheib carries national brands as well as original designs by Philly artists. So if you're thinking if you're thinking nostalgia, Philly's nostalgia for baseball, you're thinking powder blue and maroon, of course. You're thinking about those Philadelphia Athletics and Ferris Fane and Bobby Shands and Negro League teams like the Stars, where every sale benefits the Anderson Monarch Youth Baseball Program in South Philadelphia. So you're shopping and you're shopping for a good cause. Support a locally owned business giving back to the Philadelphia community. Shop Shive Vintage Sports at 13th of Walnuts or ShiveSports.com. And remember, you tell them that Ray sent you, and you will get 15% off. From the Augusta National Golf Club, Westwood One Sports presents this special report on the Masters. I'm Ted Emmerich. After a 4-over-76 on Thursday, Justin Thomas looked headed towards slamming his trunk and heading home this evening. But Thomas won't just play the weekend here. He might be a factor. Nine iron for Justin Thomas. He's got to stand on this. Starts it out to the right. Flag is on the left. Takes a big hop to the left from 166. Here, this one comes down the hill. Hang on a second. Justin Thomas has hit it to a couple of inches. Whoa! Stuart Sink made a hole in one about an hour ago, and JT just about put it in on top of him. What a shot. Brian Kittrick, the call on at 16 there on Sirius XM. Thomas with the kick in birdie. He's five under for the round. Best score of the day. JT is six off the lead. Scotty Scheffler, seven under par. And he's got three feet for birdie coming up at 16. You're listening to coverage of the 2022 Masters on Westwood One. My name is Douglas. I'm 79 and I live in Chicago. I'm a writer, director. I used to be a marathon runner. Now I'm a walker. In the kind of work that I do, you are surrounded by people who are all younger than you. Memory became a factor. As everyone gets older, where did I put my keys? But I had to get help somewhere along the line to stay competitive. I happened across Prevagen, and I started taking it. I saw myself having an improved memory, which at the same time, I felt better about myself. I could not be doing what I'm doing today had it not been for Prevagen. Prevagen, healthier brain, better life. Douglas is a paid testimonialist and real Prevagen user. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, this product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.
Tiger Woods is going to make the cut in his first tournament since the car crash last year, sporting a turquoise golf shirt and navy pants. Woods on the green at 18, two over for his round and one over for the tournament. He's eight off the lead. Let's check the leaderboard. Sponsored by Prevagen. Prevagen is the most recommended memory support brand by pharmacists. Woods doffing his cap after making his par putt at 18, acknowledging the patrons. Woods at one over heading into the weekend. The leader is Scotty Scheffler at seven under par. Scheffler with three holes to go, four under today. Charles Schwartzel, Sung J.M., Shane Lowry, Hideki Matsuyama, all at three under, four shots back of the number one player in the world. From Augusta, I'm Ted Emmerich, Westwood One Sports. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.